Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. The title of this episode is Mature in Christ. You know, it's wonderful when a person believes on Jesus Christ and gets born again and has the Spirit of God within them and is guaranteed to have eternal life. But once we're born again, there's a lot of other important stuff to grow into as well. And I wanted to touch on some of that in this episode. I wanted to start in Colossians chapter 1. Near the end of uh, Colossians 1, you learn a little bit about the Apostle Paul's ministry. And starting in verse 24, here's the Apostle Paul speaking, and he says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for you, and I supplement the afflictions of Christ by my flesh, for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I was made a minister according to the administration of God that was given to me for you in order to fulfill the word of God, namely the mystery that had been hidden from the ages and from the generations. However, in the present times, it was made manifest to his holy ones. See, there was this mystery that had been hidden from the ages and from the generations. But then it was made known to Paul. And we'll look up a little bit more about that in Ephesians chapter 3. And it says, speaking of God's holy ones, to whom God desired to make known what is the richest of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, admonishing every person and teaching every person in all wisdom, so that we may present every person mature in Christ. So Paul and Timothy were preaching about Jesus Christ and they were teaching about all that was accomplished by Christ and all that the saints, the born-again ones, now had in all that they were in Christ so that they could present all of the Christians mature in Christ. So, see, there's more to it than just getting born again, and getting saved. But we want to learn about all that we have in Christ to the end that we become mature in Christ. And then in the next verse, it says, he says, To this end I also labor hard, contending according to his working that works in me with power. See, the Apostle Paul he worked hard 
to achieve this goal to help all the Christians become mature in Christ. And in chapter 2, verse 1, it says, As a matter of fact, I want you to know how greatly I contend for you and for them at Laodicea and for whoever has not seen my face in the flesh, so that their hearts may be encouraged, united in love, even unto all riches of the complete certainty of understanding, unto the acknowledgement of the mystery of God concerning Christ. See, so they were greatly contending for this, Paul was greatly contending for this, that the Christians would be united in love and they, that they would get to the point of the complete certainty of understanding and the, the acknowledgement, the understanding of, of the mystery of God concerning Christ. And it says, in which all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. See, in that mystery of God concerning Christ, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. And so we want to get busy living out this mystery so that we can get to experience and enjoy some of these treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this involves the believers, the Christians, being united in love. Let's look a little bit more about the mystery in Ephesians chapter 3. As we saw, the mystery had been hidden from ages and generations, but it was made known to the Apostle Paul by revelation. In Ephesians 3, verse 1, For this reason, I, Paul, and the prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you, the Gentiles, if in fact you have heard about the administration of the grace of God that was given to me for you, namely, that by revelation the mystery was made known to me, even as I briefly wrote previously, then you are able by reading to grasp my understanding in the mystery pertaining to the Christ. In other generations, it was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Namely, that the Gentiles should be joint heirs and joint members of the same body and joint partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus by the gospel. See, in past ages, during much of the Old Testament, God primarily worked with the nation of Israel. To someone during the Old Testament times, it would have been mind-blowing to think that the Gentiles could be part of the same body as the Israelites 
as the Jews and fully partake in all that God has to give with them. But see, that was this mystery that was revealed to the Apostle Paul, the stuff that had been hidden in times past. It was so that the Gentiles should be joint heirs and joint members of the same body and joint partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus by the gospel. There's something else magnificent about this mystery that's revealed in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to uh, read something from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8, it says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. See, God had this mystery so well hidden that the devil in his kingdom didn't know about it, didn't know what God had in store. It says that if the devil in his kingdom had known about it, then they wouldn't have crucified Jesus Christ. Isn't that something? See, the devil would have rather let Jesus Christ live on than to crucify him and open up the door for what God had in store for all who believe on Jesus Christ. Israelites, as well as all other people, to share fully in what God has made available and to be members of the same body and all have and all of them have Christ in them the hope of glory boy so this is something really special that we have getting to be part of one body in fully partaking in all that God's made available so let's take full advantage of it. Let's live according to this stuff. And how this stuff is lived practically is a group of Christians in a specific location who meet together regularly that that they get united in love and united in believing about all that they have in Christ and all that they are in Christ and living that stuff together. And let's go back to Ephesians, this time uh, Ephesians chapter 4.
In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8, Wherefore he says, When he ascended on high, he took captive those who captivate, he gave gifts to people. See, verse 8 speaks of Jesus Christ giving gifts to people. And we'll skip down to verse 11, where it talks more about these gifts that he gave. It says, And he gave the apostles and the prophets and the gospel messengers and the shepherds and teachers. See, these were different gifts, different ministries that Jesus Christ gave. The next verse says that he gave them for the complete equipping of the holy ones, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. See, Jesus Christ gave these ministries to fully equip the believers, the Christians, so that then they could do the work of the ministry and and so that then the body of Christ could be edified. It says, until we all reach the unity of the faith and of the right acknowledgement of the Son of God, that is, a mature man, the measure of the full-grown Christ. This is so that we may no longer be infants, billow-tossed and carried about by every wind of the deceptive teaching of crafty men with their strategies of delusion. In contrast, as we speak the truth in love, let us grow up in all ways in Him who is the Head, even Christ. See, we are to grow up into Christ in all ways, rather than being like babies who just get tossed around and carried about by every wind of teaching. Instead, we grow up in all ways into Christ, who is the head of the body, similar to how Colossians 1 talked about Paul and Timothy laboring hard to present every person mature in Christ. In verse 16 says, From him, from Christ, the entire body, which is framed together and united by every joint of supply, causes the growth of the body by the measurable working of each single part for the edifying of itself in love. See, it's clear that it's not to be done by one Christian walking with God on their own, but it's to be done by a group of Christians standing together like we saw in Ephesians 3, part of the same body, you know, that great mystery revealed. And by every part of that body, every person in that body, then we all grow together. And then this body of Christ 
gets edified. And so this is um, some wonderful stuff, and this is what Paul and those with him were striving for and working hard for. And we want to strive for these same goals ourselves, for ourselves and for the other Christians that we know to learn about all that we have in Christ and all that we are in Christ and become mature in Christ, grow up in all ways in Him and do it together. (laughs) 